So in this episode, I want to talk about my decision to join a fraternity in college. Uh, you know, when I tell people that I was in a fraternity, <laughs> I get a lot of raised eyebrows because you know, I'm pretty outspoken about my Christian faith, and I don't think that people oftentimes think of people that are outspoken in their faith as being in fraternities, and so it always kind of throws people for a loop when, when they find that out about my college days. And, uh, and, uh, and so I want to just kind of tell, tell the story a bit and, uh, explain kind of why I did it, the benefit I got from it. And, uh, and so here it goes. So I was a, a freshman in college and I was working uh, at a bank in my college town, a uh, town called Edmond, uh, in Oklahoma. And there was a guy named Corey Van Workham. Uh, I don't, I, I haven't stayed in touch with Corey. I probably haven't talked to him in uh, probably had been over a decade now. Uh, but he was, uh, he was so instrumental in that season of my life because he introduced me to uh, a bunch of guys that were in this fraternity called Sigma Tau Gamma. And so Corey worked at uh, the same bank, but a different branch down the street from the branch I was working at and we got connected and we both went to UCO, the University of Central Oklahoma. And Corey had been playing volleyball with the SIGTA guys. And so he was like, hey man, do you want to go play volleyball with me one night after work? We both worked the late shift at our respective branches. And so went, hung out with these guys in the fraternity. They were super cool guys. Uh, It was my first real interaction with anything related to fraternity. So I didn't really know what to think. Uh, but Corey had been telling me, you know, how awesome these guys were. And so I was like, okay, I trust Corey, you know, and, and I, I don't know if, you know, I was expecting to see what, you know, what the media portrays fraternities to be with, you know, keg stands and, uh, and all this stuff. I, I don't know what I expected when I got to the house, but, um, you know, it was, it was just a super chill experience. And, you know, people playing, playing volleyball and, and got to know some of these guys and, uh, started hanging out over there more and more throughout, you know, that was the second semester of my freshman year in college. So I just moved to Edmond. I didn't have a lot of friends in the area. And so, uh, you know, Corey introducing me to these fraternity guys was awesome, but I never really considered joining the fraternity. Never thought that would be something that I did. And, and as I am, it really started to dig in to that. I realized that the reason I was so hesitant to do it, because uh, I had all these guys that were like, oh, are you going to, are you going to join in the fall? Are you going to join in the fall? They were really kind of pushing me to join and would always push back. And, and when I really started to pray through, of God, like, do you want me to, to be in a fraternity? Like, is this something you're calling me to? Um, I started realizing that the reason for my initial pushback was, was not about, you know, the, the impact that I could have in the, in the, the, the ways that God could use me in the lives of the guys in that fraternity. It was more about what my church friends back home would think. And I thought, man, you know, that, that's not right or how I should be thinking about it. And so, you know, but I was just convinced that all oh, my, my friends at church back home, if they hear that I joined a fraternity, you know, what'll, 
they'll think I fell off the rails. They'll think I'm not walking the Lord and, anymore. And and uh, and I just got this sense that you know, as as I was praying through it, that you know, God was saying, <laughs> James, you're are, are you really gonna you know make this decision based on you know, people that are you know already walking with me, people that are already Christians, uh, or or are you going to make a decision that uh, allows you to, you know, be a part of a group of people where there's likely a lot of people that, that don't know who I am, that don't have a relationship with me. And, you know, just talking to God through it, just that made, I don't know, it was, it was crystal clear to me, um, over the matter of, uh, over the course of a few weeks, you know, that God was, was calling me to join this fraternity, which I just thought was absolutely crazy. <laughs> I thought there's there, I had zero intention of joining a fraternity, but, uh, you know, but God does crazy stuff. And, um, you know, through, through, you know, over, over the course of a few weeks, just felt very confident that, uh, God wanted me to join that fraternity and, and, uh, wanted to use me some way, somehow, in the lives of the guys that I ended up meeting, you know, over those next several years in college. And, and, uh, I think there's an important, you know, takeaway there, uh, f- for me, um, in, in just kind of thinking about what people think as opposed to considering, uh, or, or, you know, as a Christian really allowing, um, God to be the measuring stick for your decisions, uh, not not what other people think of you. But um, is this something God's calling me to? And uh, and so that was you know at the ripe old age of nineteen, uh, I feel like a really valuable lesson for me to learn early in my faith journey. I'd been a Christian at that point for about four years, and had some really strong mentorship from my best friend in, in high school. And so, uh, so, so to, to learn that lesson that early, you know, it, it is, you know, things in, in life, choices in life shouldn't be made by, uh, based on what other people think they should be based on, you know, is, is this something that, uh, that would be honoring to God and that God would, would, would want me to do. And, uh, and so that was, that was a really cool experience, but, um, you know, over the, the course of time, you know, ended up joining the fraternity and, uh, started to start a little Bible study for all of the pledges that would eventually, you know, come through the house every semester. So there were always, you know, uh, you know, some, some pledge classes, you know, were bigger than others, but, um, it, we, we had this, you know, th- this cool kind of outlet of, uh, you know, I was the Bible study guy and, and, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people would say the you know, the really, really nice guy that, uh, anytime there was a pledge interested in, in joining our fraternity over those next few years, they'd say, Oh, you, you know, you got to meet James. And, and so I got to meet a lot of really cool guys, uh, over the course of my time there that I never would have otherwise met apart from being in the fraternity and, uh, ended up getting to baptize three 
of the men in in my fraternity uh, started taking some guys to church with me. I went to uh, uh, a church called Life Church, which is one of the largest churches in the country now, but um, you know, really progressive, uh, incredible, in my opinion, incredible uh, gospel communicator by the name of Craig Groeschel is a senior pastor at this church and started taking, you know, a bunch of guys, uh, to, uh, to church with me every Sunday morning, uh, in, ended up getting, uh, noticed by some of the staff at Life Church. uh, you know, is me and this guy that would always bring, you know, a, a big crew of people to church with them. And they ended up, Life Church ended up asking me to, to start a college ministry my senior year, uh, in college. And so again, you know, that, that would have never, that would have never happened, uh, apart from me joining the fraternity and getting plugged in, uh, in, in that way, building all those relationships, uh, because apart from my decision to join the fraternity, I probably would have, because I was a very, very quiet person in high school. I had, you know, my best friend and a couple other close friends, but outside of that, you know, I pretty much kept to myself and the fraternity really shaped me in a big way because it got me out of my comfort zone. Uh, that was that was the season of my life where I really started pressing into being really curious about people and, and asking a lot of questions about people and um, through that process getting to know a lot of people. And so because the way fraternities work, they bring in a new class of of pledges every semester and it was a new batch of people for me to get to know. And um, being in a position where I was already in the fraternity and these pledges were new, it was, it was comfortable for me to get to know them because they wanted to impress me because I was already in the fraternity. Um, and so it was, uh, it, was, it was just this really cool way for, uh, for God to start developing that part of my personality. Uh, now, you know, I, I'm you know, meeting people all the time in, in our business and talking to a stranger every, almost every single day through our podcast or through other, other, uh, other things in my life. Uh, but my college experience, specifically my fraternity experience is really where God started to develop that skill in me, uh, and, and that passion for relationship. And so all that to say, met a, met a ton of folks, came out of my shell, learned how to get to know people, how to develop deep relationships with people quickly, and, uh, and ended up, uh, you know, taking a lot of guys to church and, and ended up baptizing three of them. One, uh, one of them, uh, his name, CJ, and CJ is now, you know, I, I don't keep up with the other two as much, um, but I see, I, I'm connected with CJ on Facebook. And so, uh, I, I see, you know, CJ talking about his faith often. And when I first met CJ, uh, he, he was, uh, you know, very, very far from, uh, seemingly, you know, very, very far from having a relationship with God. Uh, you know, the, the way he talked, you know, his actions, he was the nicest guy in the world, but, uh, it was very evident from his lifestyle that uh, there was not a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, you know, I was, I was at church with him uh, the morning that he gave his life to Christ. And it was, it was such a powerful thing because, uh, you know, even the fact that he wanted to start going to church, you know, was, was really cool. Um, but for it to click and to be there when it clicked for him that, 
you know, Christ did what he did on a cross 2,000 years ago. Um, and, and to see CJ acknowledge that and, uh, and, and give his life to Christ in that moment, uh, you know, just accepting that, <laughs> that, uh, he was, he was a sinner and, and, uh, and accepting that Jesus died for that sin and, and, uh, and putting his faith in Christ. I can't, you know, I've, I, I haven't, I haven't seen that happen, um, you know, a lot in my life. There was a, you know, I got to watch my dad give his life to Christ and I got to watch CJ give his life to Christ. Um, and so it's not something I've seen often, but, but when it happens, man, it's, it's, it's an experience that, uh, is really impossible to forget. And so, um, you know, to be a part of CJ's journey and then to get to baptize him, uh, was incredibly, uh, honoring and a testament to, uh, you know, God showing me and, and really, you know, being very clear with me about the decision to join the fraternity in the first place. And so, so this, uh, this podcast is obviously for, for my grandkids listening, um, and possibly my, my kids as well. And, uh, I thought it was a good story to document because, um, you know, being obedient, to, to God's calling on your life as opposed to living your life dictated by uh, what others may think of you uh, is is such a powerful lesson and uh, hopefully this resonates with you and and, and helps you along uh, along your journey.